Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. Welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship. Thank you so much for joining us. If you didn't get a chance to tune in last week, we got a chance to speak with Rupert Isaacson, um, author of The Horse Boy, and we are actually continuing our talk this week into part two segment with Rupert. So Rupert, thanks again for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. Um, you know, we talked last episode a lot about the science uh, be- behind the horse boy method and kinetic learning in general. And I um, just kind of want to extend that talk a little bit more. Um, one of the questions I have for you is, you know, obviously, um, ABA therapy has been kind of that gold standard of choice in terms of therapies for people on the spectrum. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about the horse boy method and ABA. And do you feel that they can complement each other or is it kind of a, um, a, a complete uh, deterrent, like, I guess, about how you feel about ABA? Um, no, they can completely complement each other. Um, ABA, when it's delivered well, um, can be quite effective. Um, there are a couple of, um, in fact, I would say that quite a lot of ABA therapists um, basically deliver kinetic learning Mm -hmm. um, and choose to not do the more coercive things that they're told they ought to do. Right. The problem is, as you know, um, ABA does attract um, a very controlling personality type quite often. Mm-hmm. and um, rather rigid mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's based on behaviorism. It's not based on neuroscience because it was developed before neuroscience really came along. Um, and it can be very aggressive, um, mm-hmm. including the practitioners can be very aggressive if, if you question them. Um, if you question anything about ABA, you get attacked. Right. And... Um, that if you have to attack somebody mm-hmm. who questions what you do, then it probably means you feel insecure about what you do. And if you feel insecure about what you do, it probably might be because you know that there are some holes in it. Right. So my experience with ABA was not good. However, I do know some very good ABA therapists. And the irony is that you can be, you can get movement method and horse boy method in California Mm-hmm. and have it um, paid for as ABA. Um, quite a few insurance companies will recognize horseboy method and movement method as forms of behavioral therapy and sign off on it as, a, as, as, as ABA, particularly if the horseboy therapist um, is also an ABA practitioner. So we have mm-hmm. quite a lot of horseboy movement method people who are ABA practitioners. Okay. Um, but they themselves can see the limitations of hardcore, what you call discrete trial ABA. Right. And they themselves would be the first to question it. And I mean, any, 
any good professional ought to constantly question um, right. what one does. Uh, I had a very interesting experience many about five, ten years ago. Or so I was at a conference in Houston, and in the audience there happened to be a, a man in his eighties who had been, it, it turned out, Lovas's um, roommate in uh, college. Lovas oh being the Norwegian guy who invented <laughs> ABA. Right. And he said he said some interesting things. He said, you know, Lovas was not really interested in children. He was interested in science at the right. time. He was very coercive. He was quite an aggressive man. The early years of ABA, they absolutely did hit the kids. They absolutely yeah. did use electric shocks and they absolutely did um, use various other forms of coercion, including some um, dabbling with psychotropic drugs and so on. And Although that went out of the practice, the right. fact that it began there did inform the approach. And, and, and the difficulty right. is this word compliance. So you don't want a compliant child. You don't want a child that does what an adult tells them just because that person's an adult. Because right. A, that's really coming from fear. And B, that would make them do something like get in a car with an adult, you know, right. who tells them to get in a car. Well, that's not good. You know, right. so you want a kid that says, "Why should I do that?" You want you you want a kid that questions. The inquisitive child. Um, so, so in answer to your question, can they coexist? Abs can they complement each other? For sure, there are some very good aspects of ABA mm -hmm. if they're delivered by somebody who who will sort of edit out the coercive mm -hmm. aspects of it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's going to be a little bit individual by individual and um, therapist by therapist. And I know a lot of people who are ABA therapists who don't really believe in the compliance aspect at all, but right. they just became ABA certified so that they could um, deliver something that insurance would pay for. Right. And then they sort of do it their own way. And there's an awful lot of that out there. Mm -hmm. um, and those people tend to be quite good mm -hmm. because they've sifted and discerned and looked at it and said, well, I'll have that bit, but I won't have that bit. And that bit is good, mm -hmm. but that bit doesn't seem so good. And of course, that's the sort of discerning eye you would want from somebody. Mm -hmm. Horseboy method and movement method can coexist with any other method. And I would always encourage people to do a range of therapies, right. um, never just one, because you never know right. what your child is going to respond to the most. And you never know who they're going to have the chemistry with. You know, right. let's say I believe in horseboy method because I happen to be the progenitor of it. But if someone <laughs> came along and delivered it in a way that was not fantastic, well, then it wouldn't be very good, would it? Right. And if somebody else came along who was delivering ABA, but with a really sympathetic, empathetic approach, well, chances right. are they would be better, you know. Right. So I'd be the first to, to, to encourage them at that point to go with the ABA therapist. So it would all be, it's all about the human quality of the person in front of you. Right. One of the, the, the challenges we, you know, ABA again, what part of it, the aggression of ABA is to say, we're the only, you hear this a lot. We're the only evidence-based uh, thing out there. It's not true mm -hmm. at all. Right. Most of the other approaches <laughs> are massively right. evidence-based, even horseboy movement method though we haven't been around that long. We have tons of s academic studies and there's, Various universities constantly mm -hmm. studying us. University of Cologne, uh, Grand Canyon University currently, people doing their PhDs on movement method. 
Uh, we've had things, I mean, University of Edinburgh, right. University of Bristol, University of Bristol Medical School sends their medical students out for their mental health electives out to our horseboy places um, down in that part of England. Right. And so on and so on. So no, so it's, again, when people are saying things like we're the only evidence-based thing out there, why would you even say that? Right. You know, why would you mm-hmm. need to say that right. when all the other approaches have science behind them, not just horseboy? What's the point of trying to run down the opposition? If you like, it's because you think they're opposition, but they're right. not opposition. So right. again, long-winded way of saying. Can it be complementary? Yes, for sure, absolutely. And can ABA be delivered in a way that's really helpful? Absolutely, it can. Is it sometimes not? Absolutely, sometimes it's right. not. So one has to sift who is who is the therapist in front of one. Oh yeah, and I would definitely agree with that because we've been definitely been through our long line of therapists to find the right team. Or mm-hmm. I always say, you know, you're <laughs> we we got to find the people in our tribe. I say that all the time. Exactly. So I we have a very exactly. a very select group in our tribe that has taken us a long time to find those people. And I think that that's discouraging for some parents and that's again some of the talks I've had with many families that you know don't be discouraged if you don't find the right therapist right right off the bat um, because no. you you really have to weigh weigh uh, the mm. pros and cons of each individual therapist for sure so much it's, it's, it's all about relationship you know um mm-hmm. an environment what environment yeah. are they working in yeah are they willing so, to go outside with your kid you know now who who can become certified in this in the technique the horse boy or the horse boy method excuse me um okay well anybody could get who's already sort of an equine professional okay could get certified in horse boy method because you need a certain minimum of a decade of really good <laughs> professional horse experience under your belt right. in order to be able to keep anyone else's child safe on a horse. Right. Um, that's okay. just called hard fat. Horses can be dangerous. So right. we will only train people that are already professionals in the field in that. However, movement method, anybody, anybody, anybody can do. And we train schools. We train, we train people, you know, to teach a lot of movement methods delivered also to people who are not autistic increasingly mm-hmm. is being delivered in schools just because this type of kinetic learning um when you adapt the national curriculum to it it just goes better mm-hmm. um but so we te- we train teachers we train therapists we train caregivers crucially we train parents mm-hmm. so if somebody comes say to me at my practice with their kid i will usually say look after six weeks i want you to do a movement method training it only takes two days because the real work is going to be done at home. Um, right. No matter how many good experiences your kid has here, mm-hmm. it's better than a kick in the face. And, you know, but it it's not going to get the job done. The job will get done with a home culture right. of understanding how this kind of movement delivered in these sorts of environments with a loving, empathetic approach. But mm-hmm. the parent must understand the neuroscience as well. Um, right. because if they do, they can replicate it and they can do more and they can do, you know, so mm-hmm. it's such an easy thing to understand. So we make it very available. Um, we can do live courses, but we also have a website, which is if the people want to know what it is, it's N for November, T for treasure, L for logarithm, mm-hmm. S for sugar, <laughs> NTLS dot C O not dot com dot yeah. C O. 
New Trails Learning Systems because the name of our ranch in Texas was New Trails. Um, and you can do movement, you can join that as a gold member, which doesn't cost that much, it's 25 bucks. And you can do an online movement right. method basic course, which will be really enough to get you going with your kid. Because we give everybody the tools, what we can't give people is imagination. You have right. to be imaginative yourself in how you deliver it mm -hmm. and how you follow your child's interests and obsessions. Um, but the basic nuts and bolts of the neuroscience, anyone can understand and, and it's not, it's not difficult. So, um, we try to make it as available as possible. Live courses, online courses, we do it over the web webinars. I'm off to do one in, in, in 20 minutes or so. Um, and, um, it, it matters to me that we reach parents because I was that parent. You see, there was no movement method around when I was. Right. Um, and you know, the idea was you had to be, you know, a certified professional and you had to do it. And if you're a parent, you haven't got time for that. Right. You know, you, you, you need something that you can do now today, right. um, yeah. that will work. And so we make it as available as we possibly can. That's wonderful. And for those of you listening, I will post that link in the show notes. So if anybody is interested in learning more about that, um, I'll make sure that for that it's in the show notes. Um, I'll, I, I'll also go a stage further about the ABA. I'll actually recommend a really good ABA therapist. If you're in California, mm -hmm. you want to contact a guy called Dr. Stephen Forth, F-O-R-T-H. Okay. He's a BCBA. I couldn't recommend him highly enough. He's not there delivering movement method, but he would say that movement method is really good ABA. <laughs> but he works with a lot yeah. of the kids yeah. that do do movement method and horseboy method yeah. and, he, and he records good results but so there's there's a there's a bcba for you to go to that's wonderful thank you so much i really pre we really appreciate I that i think that it's it's interesting because i think we get so academically focused on things even within the aba realm and what i've noticed is that since we've doing been just doing more of like getting outside that kinetic learning um that has opened up more doors and drayson i feel has been more open-minded to introducing other therapies because of that. Um, he works with a right. personal trainer in the gym twice a week. We found a personal trainer that trains kids on the spectrum. And um, ah. even even that movement in the gym, you know, mm. here in, in sunny uh, Gilbert, Arizona, <laughs> you don't know, we're here in the middle yeah. of the city. So, but it's nice that I can, you know, get him to a place where he has that movement. And I, I, have, to, I have to say that I think at first, that's not my, the first thought I had as a parent. It just wasn't um, because they tell you about all these other therapies that you want to introduce them to. So we kind of had to take a step back and did it backwards mm -hmm. because we mm -hmm. realized we've got to get get him moving, which is much different than just, you know, the academic side of things. So, right. And of course, yeah. if it was an academic, if it was an academic issue, the academics mm -hmm. would have solved it by now. Right. Exactly. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. if, and if they'd have solved it by now, I think we'd have noticed. Right. I probably um, would have picked up on that. So how's so how is Rowan doing today? So how old is he now? This was he's five. Great. He's twenty one now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's, so he's he's a he's a dude. Um, <laughs> he's he's doing amazing. He has his own house. He has his own car. He um, he's at college. He's at community college right now, taking varying courses with a, a view to eventually seeing you know where he might go to to do his degree. Um, he has a job currently, it's a volunteer job at the local state park Wonderful. where he's been hiking since he was a boy. And 
he's limbering into the idea. He's very, very wise. He says, I want to do, I want to go into the professional world slowly so that without pressure, so that when I eventually go into paid employment, I'm kind of in the groove. Um, so if I start with a volunteer job several days a week, then I feel it's less pressure and I can, you know, he's, he's very, very self-aware. Um, and he flies back and forth across the Atlantic four or five times a year by himself. He'll navigate, you know, changing planes, talking his way through immigration. You know, um, if he feels he needs help, he'll say, hey, I'm autistic. I'm not really understanding. Can you help me? Right. Um, he, he, he's good that way. Um, he, he is still extremely interested in zoology, which was always his thing and is looking probably at work somewhere in that field somehow. Mm -hmm. I, I would imagine that he'll probably end up, among other things, working in zoos and other sorts of public parks and recreation things, mm -hmm. probably advising users and providers on how to make it ever more sensory and autism friendly because he's been sort of a, an autism ambassador for since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And um, he comes and he helps me do movement method trainings. We meet in all sorts of interesting places. We Last year we were doing them together in Ireland, oh, um, in different parts of the USA, in Germany, in the UK. Um, and he's just sort of easing into that ambassadorial sort of a role. He's super mm -hmm. charming. He's, yeah. he's very, very, very British charm. <laughs> so you know, doors just fly open for him. You know. Oh, that's so, so Could you possibly, could you possibly, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, I absolutely possibly could, you know. He's <laughs> most charming too. That's so adorable. That's wonderful to hear. Um, what advice would you have for parents that are, that are facing a new diagnosis? Ah, uh, Easy. It's not what you'd expect, uh, my, my advice. Okay. Go down to a specialist um, wine store and buy <laughs> a very expensive <laughs> bottle of champagne. And when it's nicely chilled on ice, um, mm -hmm. drink it together and toast the following toast. Congratulate each other for having brought into the world somebody of an extraordinary genius and toast the coming adventure, which is going to take you into realms that you never would have thought you'd have gone to, like right. Mongolia or whatever. Everyone's got their own version of Mongolia. <laughs> um, can be in an internal journey as much as an external journey. And, um, that this child is going to teach you more. It's going to be your mentor. It's going to teach you more about life and you more about love mm -hmm. than you can possibly imagine. At this point, it's going to be extremely fulfilling and you're going to go at this shoulder to shoulder. But what you will need is mentors and tribe. Mm -hmm. You used the word tribe earlier. Mm -hmm. And there are tribes out there. We're one of them, the Horseboy Movement Method World. And you can access us through our websites. And there's a bazillion people there who will come in and, and give you advice and help you. And, you know, 
also in your local autism societies, also in your local. Yeah. The other thing I would say is don't fall into the factionalism. Don't fall into the vax, anti-vax. Don't fall into the ABA versus non-ABA. Don't fall into any of that. Just keep an open mind and, and, um, the me- and follow your child. That's the most crucial thing. That was the best advice I ever got straight from the horse's mouth from Dr. Temple Grandin. Absolutely. Follow your child physically around observe what they get into and follow that follow them emotionally by knowing by seeing what environments melt them down Mm -hmm. and eliminating what seem to be the triggers there and emphasizing your time in nature where the sensory triggers are good for the human organism that's us and do things as much as possible through moving but first celebrate then go look for the mentorship and the tribe Mm -hmm. all the while following your child um and your child will lead you to magical magical places yeah and i would i would agree with that i i tell people all the time drayson has made me a better person in so many ways and i've discovered more things in the last 11 years with him than i could have possibly imagined and so yeah. I, I think that's wonderful advice. The only thing I didn't do is the champagne. So I'm going to make that retroactive. And Well, that's, yeah, that's tonight. retroactive. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're just I'm waiting gonna, for the right vintage. Yeah. I know, right? I was like, I need to go get, now I'm going to go home with a bottle of champagne. And my husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I thank you again, Rupert, for being on the show. We, I greatly appreciate it, all your wisdom and, and insight. It's just greatly appreciated. And you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being here today. Um, this concludes our episode for today. So if you have questions, comments, or even a show topic that you'd like to hear on the show, please feel free to send me an email at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to others in the community or people that might be interested in just gaining some hope, inspiration, and even some quick tips from all of us on the show. Feel free to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. And thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have it all solved in a day. Take care. 